everyone, welcome once again to Starship Podcast Warlock. My name is Drew. My name is Jeff. And we are ending the second series of Abfab. Uh, yes, we are on episode six, um, which is entitled Birth. And in just a minute, we'll be talking about birth as a concept, as an activity, as a... Oh, I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what story Jeff wants to tell, but he's going to tell a story. I'll try to think of some things about me as a baby because I, I don't really remember being born, but I just know the stories about me. Um, oh, see, I remember it really well. <laughs> do you? Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to remark before we begin, I am uncommonly punchy tonight, which I did not expect, uh, but I've just had dinner and for some reason it is now spiking my energy level. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, okay, I am. While I, I'm having a tipple of Armagnac, so uh, we'll see what that does to me. While I run around the room frantically, Jeff, uh, why don't you tell <laughs> us what your uh, what story was inspired by the title of today's Abfab episode, Birth? Well, um, what was inspired was my birth, or rather, the stories that have been told about my birth. Um, it is not true that there were wise men that were uh, following a star to um, to. Uh, the place where I grew up, um, <laughs> that would, that would be entertaining, but no, um, uh, kind instead of a Mormon-esque um, American legend. Yeah. My, um, going to start breaking into book of Mormon. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but at, at any rate, um, for me, uh, without any, any omens associated with my birth or anything like that, um, the, the thing, or, or at least the, Story as I have been told it, since yes, I admit I do not actually remember it. I'm sorry <laughs> to disappoint you. Is that um, so? First of all, I was a preemie, um, and uh, which and for people who don't know uh, was a type of cabbage patch doll that they sold in the 80s. This is true. Yes, uh, of course, I was born in the 70s, so I was very so precocious. In that Jeff is a I, I was, cabbage patch doll. That's before my time. Yeah, it's very this true. Is how you um, find out. Mm-hmm. Go, go on. Uh, Look at my chubby little cheeks. Um, <laughs> and then look at my face. Oh, never mind. Anyway. A signature um, on your butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's only after you get drunk and passed out. Anyway, oh. um, so are, are you running around? Oh, yeah. Can't you tell? Okay. I just che- uh, I, just checking. I only At speak when I come back near the mic. Yeah, see, we, we need to do this on video so I can see these things. But um, at any rate, so my... Mom says my water broke, and Dad was like, uh, "We have a month to go. What, what, what the hell?" And she's like, "My water broke." So they they hop in the car, uh, they head to the hospital, which is only about a mile away, actually. And and so they usher Mom in. Dad goes to park the car. Um, Dad is the living embodiment of a combination of Felix Unger and Monk. I have, I have played <laughs> oh, no. Felix in, in The Odd Couple in high school, and I was not imitating Tony Randall. I was not imitating Jack Lemmon. I was imitating my dad. And, and the thing is that that's his favorite show. <laughs> uh, those are his two favorite shows. Actually, both my parents, it's their favorite shows, because mom watches them and says, see, this is the idiot I have to live with. And dad watches it and says, those are the only two sane people in the entire universe. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. What two shows are we talking about? The Odd Couple and what? The Odd... Monk. Oh, Monk. Okay, never mind. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Sorry. I... So, um, so dad goes to park the car, and he has to park it just right. And he gets nervous about every little thing anyway. So if you can imagine, he is doing, executing a 372-point turn <laughs> in order to park the car just perfectly. Um, he, about 15, 20 minutes later, he, he makes it into the hospital. And my mom was in labor for a grand total of 15 minutes. Wow. So uh, we, we like to say that it was like, bull, and you know, so I was a month early and only took 15 minutes. Like we really wanted to get the hell away from each other. And that's why I live 3000 miles away. Um, <laughs> we, we get along, we get along fine from a distance and it is good to see them occasionally, especially because of health issues they're having now and, and all that. And, and, you know, even during, during COVID, like I, um, I got back there once right before Delta hit, but I, I really need to get back there more often. And we talk every day and all that. But uh, at any rate, um, I don't want you to think I hate my parents. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Noted. Um, Does not yeah, hate parents. Um, thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's we, we, we work better over distances, but um, we'll, we'll need to spend some more time together recently. And, and like I said, um, we 
spend a lot of time over the phone. At any rate, um, so dad gets into the hospital and they said, congratulations, you've got a baby boy. <laughs> and he's like, but, but, but I, I paid for natural childbirth classes. <laughs> I, I, I paid for this. I, I did. I, this was all planned. And, and they're like, you want us to put him back? <laughs> and, and um, yeah, he was very upset about that. He was also upset that I was a boy because he's like, oh, great. Now I, now I have to, now I have to like play ball with him and go to, he's going to be a sports nut. Just great. Uh, <laughs> Uh, of which I do enjoy the games, but I don't partic- I do enjoy watching them, but I don't particularly. Um, that's not my aptitude. <laughs> that's uh, what I think of so, when I think uh, of you, sports nut. Uh huh. Well, no, I I am in terms of like watching. You know, I'm a major Red Sox fan and and Cubs fan, and I do and, and um, college uh, college sports and things like that. I actually do watch quite a bit, but um, not in terms of playing so much. Um, but at any rate. Uh, yeah, so that's that's how my my dad was completely aghast at how the way the um, uh, the way the birth went because it was completely it, it interfered with all of his his plans and the and the stuff that he had paid for. How dare so. you? How dare you mm-hmm. interfere with all of your dad's plans? I, I think I ended up. Um, I think they had the baby shower initially planned for the next day, so I ruined that too. <laughs> like I'm I'm very proud of that. I mean, some of these are things that I would be happy to miss. Like, I, I wouldn't be so sad that the baby shower didn't happen. I, I guess I wouldn't get the presents. I don't know why I'm saying me I, as if I would be primarily yeah. well, involved I, in this, but I mean, I guess I, I theoretically would. I mean, I've been involved in other people's baby showers, and I, I've enjoyed them. I, uh, did, I, did I tell you that one of them is how I figured out I liked guava? How I liked guava? <laughs> no. That sounds like a worthwhile so, thing to find out. Oh yeah, I guess that fits too. So there was a friend that was um, a member of our comedia troupe that was um, actually a couple of them, uh, uh, a couple that were um, going to have a kid. And uh, so after one of our rehearsals, we held the baby shower there, and um, they had you know one of these um, one of these gags uh, where they basically put out a bunch of diapers and they take a bunch of baby food and they put them in the diapers and you're supposed to by looking at it try and guess which flavors wait of, a minute uh, back up they put the baby food in diapers yes like so literally it, you have an open open diaper and you have like little so it looks of, like the baby of, pooped baby food into the diaper basically yes and you're supposed to guess what um what flavor gross are. just gross yeah well, see, so this is why I, I don't become... want to be at a baby shower. And I mean, it wasn't just like a little splot; it was like a little mound, basically, <laughs> oh, you know, uh, on there. And so, so I, I'm like, well, you know, I can't tell by looking. Oh, I'd have no. to taste it. I'd have to taste it. And they're like, oh, come on! I'm like, twenty bucks. Twenty. And enough bucks. people started. <laughs> enough people started ponying up. So I'm like, all right, oh, fine, and I'll, of course I'll do it. And um. And I have to say, like, the guava baby food was excellent. I've discovered that's how I like guava. And, and when I actually had a real piece of guava, I discovered it tastes pretty damn close. <laughs> like so simulated I, baby yeah, poop. Yeah, apparently, like, most of the fruit-based ones are not that far off. The The ones that you have to watch out for are, like, the chicken and rice Ugh. ones that just, like, I don't know if it's the meat or whatever, but it's just, it's, like, rancid. Jesus. Uh, but, for, but for some reason, the, the guava was really good. So wait, they feed this rancid tasting chicken and rice to babies? I guess so. They don't know better. I guess not. Can only get up. Maybe can only get better from there. I don't know. You know, I mean, um, you know, maybe kids that are weaned on durian or whatever, it's it's actually better <laughs> by comparison. I have no idea. Oh my god. Um, I you know. I, I don't know much about my whole birth situation. I know that either. My sister or me, one of us was a long labor, but I don't know. I don't remember which one it was. I want to say it was my sister, but I could be wrong. At any rate, uh, I was two weeks early. Um, so I still would have been a Scorpio. I just wouldn't have been mm. so close to the cusp. Um, which is the main thing that you need to know about me. Um but yeah, I don't think I have oh, any other I stories. Uh, I was born and then I was a baby. Yeah. 
well said. That's <laughs> this is podcasting works. gold, everyone. <laughs> and yeah, I can't think of any baby showers that I've been to. Uh, I've never uh, witnessed or, or helped someone give birth. Um, I do remember when my sister was born, they they basically sent me to a friend's house. And I don't remember if they told me why. I think they must hmm. have. But I was like five. I was going to ask what's the age. And I was, I remember. yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. I don't even remember thinking, oh, my mom's pregnant. Um, but I, I must have been aware of that. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, I mean, there's, I was still very much a little kid. So mm-hmm. I was even more in my own world than, than I am now. My, uh, my, my mom, um, had a, uh, had a, a miscarriage a couple of years after me. I mean, she had me pretty late in life. So for the, the second one, it was, I was about two and a half. So she would have been about 40 at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, she used to say that like when she was, I mean, you know, they hadn't found out that she'd been pregnant for very long, but like, um, uh, she had occasionally joked that, that part of that was my doing because I didn't want a sibling because apparently I would show up in her bed with like, um, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which was like smeared all around my face and jump up and down on the bed. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Cause I wanted attention apparently. This This is why, yeah. Cause I, you know, this shows why I'm an only child. I mean, you because, still do I mean, that in your one-man show. Well, this is true. Um, <laughs> now I know where that bit comes from. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, there was one night where the where the bed um, the bed broke, and I almost fell into the uh, into the audience. But uh, you know, I'm still going to keep doing that. <laughs> I thought you meant when you were a baby, you broke the bed. Yeah. No, I mean, my, my parents, when they were trying to conceive, my dad knocked my mom out of bed and, and broke her arm. Oh, dear uh, God. Did I tell that story already? I think you just did. Okay. okay. Well, that, that's only half of oh, it no. because, um, because, uh, when I was, when I was bar mitzvahed, um, my dad said, now you're a man here, you can, here's something that I have for you. And they were a bunch of vin- old vintage playboys. Oh my God. And, and what is, what is interesting notice so they were married in 71 they did not believe in premarital sex uh i was born in 73 all of those playboys which were you know that they were not bought in the store they were clearly shipped to the house by the the label on them uh (laughs) they all had a 1972 date so i i I think that that was during the time where like mom was healing and and and, uh so you know um you be the judge. I'm not uh, going to examine that too closely. No, no, don't, don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, I have no stories about uh, that aspect of my parents' lives for certain. You've got all the stories, I think, on this one. Mm. I'm happy to pull my weight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to tell... Uh, well, they're not embarrassing things. If they were embarrassing things, I would tell them anyway, even though, you know, I mean, this would be broadcast across the internet from perpetuity where all of, you know, 10 people will hear it. um, (laughs) I I think you can whisper any secret on this podcast and rest assured it will never get out. I'm not encouraging you to do that. I'm just saying it it seems likely. All right. Um, I I will keep that in mind for next time. I'm filing that. (laughs) All right, so I think it is time for us to get into uh, birth. Uh, So, of course, we are going to watch the episode, um, and then afterwards we're going to rank the uh, episodes in this season. Kind of a still an increasingly bizarre thing for us to do, but we're still going to do it. Um, And I think we're going to save the full interleaved ranking until uh, the end of Season 3, Series 3. Um, when we'll do all three of them together and then we'll see. So we're going to take a quick break, um, which if you are listening to this in segments, uh, on whatever podcasting platform you're hearing it on, uh, may, you may not even hear that part, but, uh, you'll hear a short little musical interlude and then we'll start the episode. (laughs) 
Okay, it is time for us to watch Birth, the last episode of Series 2 of AbFab. Um, as always, uh, Jeff and I have queued up our video playing situations to zero. You should do the same. I'll say 3, 2, 1, play, and then we'll all watch together. Ready, Jeff? Yes. All right. 3, 2, 1, play. Wonder, is that a real address? <laughs> I should have looked it up when I was there. Kitchen's on fire, <laughs> rolling down the road. <laughs> One of my favorite visuals in the whole series. Yes. <laughs> one of my favorite openings I, I remembered as soon as they said patsy that that uh bit was coming up Dear God. Oh, Lord. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh.
<laughs> well, they've already acknowledged that. They have, yes. That would really last on your memory. I would love to see a flashback to that. Call Vivian, he'll fix it. <laughs> Now it says kettle chips on it.
<laughs> Remind me to tell a hepatitis story later. Oh no. It's like uh, Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> <laughs> Rather be listening to Genesis. <laughs> Dull soulless dance music. Oh, that's funny. Most of that, most of the clips from that, uh, from Pet Shop Boys were from the early seasons, but this was from this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's a role reversal role reversal yes Oh, 
If only cell phones were a thing. <laughs> Not the grand would answer, but. It's a good setup. Oh, God. records. <laughs> <laughs> what? walk a lot of camera angles in this particular <laughs>
<laughs> Spit spot. Worst Boheme ever. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
What kind is it? <laughs> God. It's like an Edward Albee play this time. Virginia Woolf, part two. <laughs> Who's even more afraid of Virginia Woolf? Virginia, Virginia Wolf, Wolf 2. 2. Virginia Wolfer. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going. Oh, good. <laughs> Either that or Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that anymore. Oh, and then there was this time in Morocco. Oh, no. <laughs> it was in the sequel, Neil. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> what is a cagoo? I have no idea. What is a ute? That's my second favorite Eleanor Braun appearance. <laughs> In AbFab or ever? Well, I was thinking of her popping up with uh, John Cleese in uh, in uh, Doctor oh, Who. Yes. <laughs> uh, horrible. <laughs> All right, that is the end of Birth. We'll be right back after this musical interlude to talk about it. Well, we have just watched 
the last episode of series two of AbFab, entitled Birth. And uh, you know what? I'm going to go first this time. Uh, go for it. Enjoyed it maybe is a weird word, given how, like, at each other's throats they were in this uh, almost bottle episode. Uh, but I really liked it. I, I thought it was nicely streamlined, uh, and we've, we've got a lot of things out. I mean, Patsy and Safi are always sniping at each other, and in some ways this is kind of a redo of their kind of heart-to-heart uh, -heart last season when we saw uh, Eleanor Braun for the first time as Patsy's mother, but um, this felt ultimate in a way, <laughs> uh, which was uh, which was pretty impressive. Um, and I think it's it's interesting to me how how strongly affected Safi is first of all by this behavior which she must witness every day, but also um, on the other hand how she is ready to believe something good about her mom even at this stage like just her her longing to be told yeah you are wanted um and, and just have that crumb sort of be enough uh is is a little heartbreaking uh the other thing i wanted to mention is that i don't understand why eleanor braun is doing an american accent in this uh which i yeah, assume I that, that she is um i assume she is actually british um, so why she was doing that accent is a mystery to me, but it is very funny. Um, so yeah, I thought this was a, I thought this was a good one. Um, just in some ways a difficult one, uh, cause there was a lot of, uh, Adina like flapping about in between things actually being said. What'd you think, Jeff? I, I liked it. Um, I, I like the amount of, um, you know, we get some, I don't know if I'd call it world building, but I mean, certainly <laughs> a little more, a little more backstory, even though there's things we've no bits and pieces of. And obviously you can talk about unreliable narrator for parts of it anyway. Uh, but, um, but uh, the setup for them getting uh, locked in, I thought was, uh, was pretty good. Um, and certainly the opening, I mean, really, even though the fire, um, doesn't have much to do with the meat of the episode, although that's you know it, that leads to how they get locked in. The the all the stuff at the beginning, the cold open is just brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, the the reveal of Patsy obviously is just <laughs> um, it's just I, I like I said it's one of my favorite sight gags in the entire uh, series. Um, the uh, you know I, it's it's a good. Um, it's a good way to do a bottle episode. I was worried a little bit right before they start getting to the birth stories. It, I feel like it's starting to to sag a little bit, and I would have liked to have found out a little bit more about this uh, this boyfriend that um, mm -hmm. that Safi was going to end up with uh, before it uh, it segues into the the birth stuff. But the birth stuff is is you know the most enjoyable part of the episode. Unfortunately, that's except of course for like I said that bit with Patsy, but. Um, <laughs> I, and, and like you said, it is somewhat a, a redux, um, but it's 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 a heightening of uh, you know Safi versus um, versus Patsy, and it, mm -hmm. it doesn't you know it, it's something that could go into cringeworthy territory and doesn't it doesn't go to that level to me, and that was the one thing I was very curious about once mm -hmm. we got uh, to watch this again. It's it's certainly oddly less uncomfortable than certain moments in Morocco, <laughs> which is well yeah saying something. Um, you commented on the boyfriend. I, I I started to realize uh, that her idea of setting the mood was watching this documentary about conception through birth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I don't know if actually anyone else was coming over other than the boyfriend, but uh, assuming that that was part of her plan, it's uh, it's such a saffy way to seduce someone. Yeah, um, and it's kind of you know it's understated. It's not. I, I mean. Uh, Pats and Eddie never really call her on it. Like, my God, that's what you're going to watch. Why don't we put on, you know, why don't we, uh, we've got a bunch of tapes you could watch instead, of course. And, uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I feel like there's bits and pieces of that that end up in sex in series three. Yes, yes. So, like, it's almost like maybe there was bits of it that they thought of that didn't make it into that this episode that made it into there instead. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that that one, I think you're right to identify that as in some ways yeah. a continuation. Um, the, uh, the mix up that, uh, Gran has between, um, homophobic and homeopathic, <laughs> oh, God. uh, that's the bit that I, I, 
I might have mentioned this before too, but the I, I said I had a hepatitis story. Oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Where, um, where so we had a cat named uh, named Hematite. Yes. And because uh, she was a gray cat, and uh, I, again, I don't remember if I told this one, but I'm telling it anyways. It's bloody amusing, or maybe it isn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, I see. We have just dropped from 10 people listening to five people. So anyway. <laughs> yes, uh, we have real-time stats. We can see you listening yeah, right so, now. So for the remaining five, to shove them away. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, Laura's mom um, is in Wisconsin with with um, Laura's sister, and um, and they're greeting a new person that moved into the neighborhood and it says yes I, I, I live here with uh, one of my daughters and my other daughter lives in California with her husband and her cat hepatitis. Of course. It's like, and, and it's like no mom that's not what it is yeah hepatitis it's a kind of rock. <laughs> she she has cat hepatitis. Yeah. Um, yes I've so just yeah, been living uh, with my cat hepatitis for a while. Yes. So my, my wife has passed, my cat has passed, but um, that, uh, that story will live forever. <laughs> my goodness. Wow. Oh, poor Hemi. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought this was going in a different direction. So yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Where Grand's, did you think it was going? I don't know. Uh, Grand's, okay. Grand's uh, dialogue in this was also very good. Uh, I really enjoyed having her around. And it was nice to just kind of like rotate through those dynamics and, and kind of just see everybody interacting. Because I don't, I'm trying to think, well, there were the firemen. And then there were the people in the flashbacks. Um, but otherwise, it was just mm -hmm. those four characters. You know, it's funny if you're talking about um, characters rotating around, like just thinking about, you know, how much do we actually get in the series of um, Patsy with uh, with Gran? Yeah, just um, just a yeah. few uh, barbed remarks for the most part. You know, I should refer to her as Mrs. M or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to see the two of them stuck together for a little while. I mm -hmm. imagine they wouldn't necessarily have too much to each other, say to each other. I imagine Gran would say something that um, that is really, you know, said very nicely but actually very insulting and um and i i picture pat's being more beleaguered or more confused more anything else like i can't picture her going viciously at gran no because gran is the mother that she wishes that she had yeah one that actually seemed to care that she existed because i actually i mean, I mean this is a question i guess for for you to answer um how much of patsy's accounts of her childhood do you think are true i I think they're probably completely true. <laughs> I, I think they're like you could make the argument that she's just doing this for sympathy, but no, I think it is pretty true. And if you think about it, it's interesting that like you know, um, her mom didn't give a crap about her, and uh, um, you know, to what extent did Eddie give a crap about um, about Safi? You know, I mean, uh, my God, the the you know resentment there, uh, and and yet in some ways, in some ways. Uh, to the extent that, I mean, in Eddie's case, uh, obviously be pushing um, Safi towards things that she doesn't want or whatever, and perhaps, um, you know, attention in a bad way as opposed to uh, Pat's not getting any attention. But uh, in some, there, there are some ways in which they're both unsatisfied with their, uh, with their, their mother's mm -hmm. life. And it, it'd be interesting if you could have it where they had just the two of them without Eddie mediating and you can picture bits where obviously they go at each other with uh, with the claws going but I, I'd actually be curious to see it some bits where they could potentially bond mm -hmm. um, or, or you know I mean um, it wouldn't just be shouting back and forth at each other and um, I, I don't know it feels like there's something that one could play with there that I don't think we ever get something like that yeah not that I recall but maybe we'll be uh, corrected when we watch the next series we'll see mm. I mean, I guess the, the other question is, if you do that, then, okay, great. Is there a reconciliation at that point? Then, well, you've just softened the characters, and, and uh, where do you go from there, I suppose? But that, that's the usual thing of, you know, do you have progress, or do you have some change, and then have everything fall back to the beginning? That's, it's the usual sitcom uh, conundrum. Mm -hmm. um, shall we get into ranking yeah i was just trying to figure out where to put this on my list uh i think this is just about right 
Um, cool. So shall we shall we do this? Do you have your list of the the season ranking? I do. I do. I, I recall oddly enough, I recall the episodes not as well as uh, as the first season. Perhaps that's partially because of the fact that we've we've had some more gaps in between uh, mm-hmm. some of the recording for this. But even so, like I, I think there's only a couple that I'm not entirely sure about. But let's let's go for it. Okay. Um, so I think I went first last time, so I'll, you should go first this time. What is your number six? Okay, I predict both of us are going to have the same number <laughs> we six, might, but we'll yes. see. And that is Morocco. Yep. Um, just because, it, actually, the funny bits were not as funny as I remembered, mm-hmm. and the cringy bits were at least as cringy as I remembered. So, uh, I, um, you know, I, I love, the, the only thing that I really like about Morocco is... Um, is that last shot, the uh, Safi getting that little wink and, mm-hmm. one, and us wondering exactly what happened. There. And, <laughs> you know, and I do kind of like the setup for it. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure Bubble has some good bits in it in the beginning. But, yeah, um, but yeah otherwise, it's just, it's just very cringy to me. Yeah, that, that's, I think you summed it up very well. I mean, it would be one thing if, like, there weren't long stretches of the episode that are just kind of, like, not really that funny there's not really any jokes that land uh i think we did identify the bubble bit last time as um one of the high points and i i agree with you about the other one i like seeing uh safi sort of uh, what idiom can i use here (laughs) (laughs) Uh, having something good happen to safi uh i assuming that she thinks it's good uh she's always embarrassed when stuff like that takes place but uh Oh, you know, I, I mean, actually, Morocco, the other thing I forgot about is, you know, she was a man for a year before it uh, fell off. And, um, you know, um, isn't this the where have you eaten? No, not since 1973. Yeah. Like, uh, there, there's, there's a little bit of stuff that, that yeah. gets, you know, that, well, besides the quips, that, that that little, the bit of her being a man is something that ends up paying off multiple times or whatever. So there's, there's little bits and pieces in this episode, but mm-hmm. even so. Right. Uh, so, yes, as you... Uh, might have guessed or maybe I actually said I forget now that is of course my number six as well mm-hmm. what's your number five my number five is poor <laughs> mine too huh yeah um and I I think you know when we when we did the recap for that episode we we're like yeah this is not really that that funny it had bits and pieces but there was mm-hmm. nothing that really uh it, even I think the bubble bits in there were not particularly amusing in that regard um so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's AbFab. Most of them are still enjoyable anyways, but it just doesn't really have anything interesting uh, for me to point to. Yep. Uh, once again, I think you summed it up quite well. I don't think I can add anything to that. Um, what's your number four? My number four is um, is death. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe this. <laughs> we are so and, in and sync I- on this. Yes. Yeah, Mine and too. I liked death. I like death, but mm-hmm. like I, I think it's just a rung below the other three, um, and it may be a recency bias thing as well because I, I don't. Uh, there aren't a lot of things that I, I'm trying to remember, like really good lines or really good bits from it. I, I mainly remi- remember uh, remember them falling out of the car because, of course, they fall out of the car. Um, mm-hmm. But. Uh, I mean, um, I remember the bits that I like from it were just watching Gran react to. The situation where she should be the most concerned with it, and she is in many ways the most oblivious to it all. Oh yes, that's, or that's true. unconcerned with it all. Um, yeah, I like that part a lot. I, I think that um, the rest of it isn't quite as memorable for me, and there's a lot of kind of like uh, just trying to get Adina to feel something. Uh, but it is mm-hmm. it is still quite good. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is birth. Oh, okay. We finally deviate. Okay, um, and, and not by not by a lot, but um, I, I'm putting it there just because I think I I laughed more at the uh, at the other two. Um, uh, and and birth does sag a little bit, like I said before. They get to the uh, the actual birth part of it, but um, but. Um, yeah, it's it's more there because of the stuff I liked in the other two rather than anything against this one. Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, so my number three is Hospital. Um, and it's kind of just the same in reverse. I mean, I, I like Hospital. 
Um, I just don't think I liked it quite as much as the other two. I, I think um, one of the best bits in Hospital is the the kind of her recasting of her family <laughs> in that mm-hmm. uh, daydream sequence, I guess we should call it. Um, but uh, and, and that weird Thunderbirds bit. Um, mm-hmm. all, all very funny. Um, and I've, I've already noted that I like the, uh, the banter from the nurses and everything else. So it's, it's quite good. I don't know why I put it at third, but I, I guess I did. And we get bits and pieces of, um, of, uh, uh, Eddie's, uh, coterie as it, as it were, um, her, yes, her work buddies, that is true. Um, which always, always punches it up a notch for me. Mm-hmm. That's true. I forgot uh, that they showed up. Yeah. So, uh, hospital is uh, is my number two. Mm-hmm. So again, I mean, pretty much for the reasons you mentioned, I think. Um, and I, I could I could flip that in birth either way, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of am in in the same place. I think I like. Uh, there's a lot more going on in hospital, and and maybe that ought to make it first. But uh, I, I also no, like the this... streamlined nature of this one. And not necessarily some like of the jokes. I mean, bottle episodes. But bottle episodes as a character study, I mean, even though they have less to do, like, I mean, you know, one of my favorite community episodes is the one where, uh, they're all, they're all stuck in the, uh, in the room because Annie can't find her pen, her pen. <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, otherwise I think we're probably in the same spot where those are pretty interchangeable, which means mm-hmm. that we have the same number one. Yep. I'll let you say Um, it. A new best friend, a.k.a. Uh, Miranda Richardson. <laughs> it's Miranda Richardson for me. It's the uh, the office with Aid and the gang. It's the bubble stuff. Um, it's the flashback to the their weirdly minimalist <laughs> like apartment, I guess that was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty never ending. Like it, it gets pretty harrowing at the end there. Like. Miranda Richardson's frazzledness it just is infectious so watching it you, you begin to feel quiet desperation creep over you but uh that is just part of its uh its brilliance I guess I mean I think I think you said that you know when we were going to choose you know one or two episodes and that was about it for every series that we wanted to review so if we were going to do just a, a couple ab fab episodes and then move on to something else i think you said that new's best friend might have been one of the two mm-hmm. and i i definitely uh not not to reveal what would be going where we have the final rankings but i would definitely put that up there and you know i could see that being in the number two slot for me yep yep um cool so that's our that's our ranking i honestly thought we were just gonna like uh match again i think we I, were we exactly the same last time or were we like one we switch we were we were the same or pretty close like yeah. so i uh yeah um it's interesting we we varied more for blackadder but for this we were mm-hmm. fairly we, we've been pretty close on and even the ones where we didn't match were like well we could have gone either way yeah i mean honestly just looking at my complete list there's very few on here that are like, I mean, I, there are none that I would point to and say this is a bad episode, except yeah, even Morocco, really. Uh, it's it's maybe the only one that has something actively negative about it. Um, but the, the writing on this show, I think, is very consistent. And there's always something sort of fun in each one. Agreed. Yeah. Well, um, I guess that wraps it up for Series 2. Uh, of course, next time we'll be starting Series 3, which... Uh, contains an episode that most likely <laughs> will end up at our number one slot. But it'll be interesting yep. to see what happens with the other five um, and to, to see how the series progresses from here. So, until next time, this has been Drew. This has been Jeff. And you've been listening to Starship Podcast Warlock. Warlock. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.